Welcome to the Everyday PM Podcast, the podcast where we discuss project management principles for your everyday life. My name is Ann Campia, and I'm a certified project slash program manager with about a decade of experience working for healthcare, design and development, retail, consumer goods, and tech industries. I'm so excited to have you all join us for this week's topic on making the connection between strategic initiatives and project work. Also joining me is Jennifer Elder, CEO of the Sole Proprietorship, the Sustainable CFO. Jennifer, please take a brief moment to introduce yourself to our audience before we dive in. Thank you, Anne. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. Uh, My name is Jennifer Elder. I am a certified public accountant and a certified speaking professional, which means I'm a geek who can speak. (laughs) And uh, my background is more in private accounting. So for I spent about, oh, five years, no, seven years teaching accounting at the community college level and then spent the better part of 15 years as a CFO for several different companies in the manufacturing, consulting, and construction industries. And for the past nine years, I have worked for myself as a trainer and executive coach. And I'm excited that we can talk about how we can uh, benefit from matching any project that you're working on to the strategic initiatives of a company. Yeah, absolutely. And Jennifer, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I, I I would be remiss to say if I didn't mention the other podcasts you've been featured on, and they're absolutely great. I had a chance to listen in on some of these. So Thomson Reuters, Pulse of the Practice, Jennifer has um, was a guest on the topic, Magnify Your Inner Extrovert, Connect and Communicate with Charisma. That was fantastic. Uh, Future Proof, another podcast to shout out uh, on the topic of strategic roles for finance. This one in particular, I really enjoyed change your mindset. Uh, The topic was what, so what, now what? How accountants of the near future will add value. I think accountants, project management, I think there's definitely some relevant topics there anyway. So I encourage everyone to give that one a listen. And one more on change your mindset, the topic of how to recover from a disaster. So Jennifer, you are obviously an expert in public speaking, just speaking in general, uh, being on podcasts. So I, I'm super excited to have you on for this topic. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Um, making this connection, right, into our everyday lives. Let's let's start with our everyday lives and how you make that connection between your project work and your strategic initiatives. So we're asked at a very early age, outside of, you know, what's your name and can you recite your ABCs? We're asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? That is the obvious question that many of us are asked as early as age five. On you know, We're already being asked to start thinking about our vision for our own future at such a young age. And obviously that changes through time. And what we've said when we were five doesn't end up being what we become. But it is interesting to think that at such a young age, we are essentially charting out our strategic initiatives for our everyday lives. Then we manifest it, right? We manifest it by something as simple as creating mood boards or, or visions and of what we want to achieve in our life and, and going to school, picking the right classes, enlisting in training, whatever that may be to connect what we said we want to be and our personal goals and our everyday work, right? What we're kind of chipping at achieving. So similarly, as project managers, we may not specifically be asked to 
But what we need to do, in fact, is it's essential to making this connection between business goals, strategic initiatives, and our project management and our work. So that foundation for overall business success and project initiatives essentially starts as soon as you kick off the project. And Mm -hmm. it's really imperative for executive sponsors to be in sync with project leadership right out the gate. To summarize, what we're talking about today is aligning project management with business strategy, which can significantly enhance the achievement of your organizational goals, strategies, and performance. So Jennifer, as the CEO of your own company, as well as having spent many years in executive leadership roles, what are some tips for project managers when it comes to making this connection? Well, a couple of things that resonated with me with what you said was going back to the, you know, when you start at five years old, people say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, it's a princess, a fireman, a horse trainer, whatever it is. And then we keep on doing that. And then we get to the world of work. And suddenly that vision seems to stop. We don't really, somewhere in there, we think about um, you know, what position do we want or what sort of a family life do we want? But once we really dive into work, it seems to stop. And we don't keep thinking about that future. We think it's just going to happen. And it won't. It will happen around you. Things will, you know, affect you that maybe you don't want to. So we need to keep that process going. Mm-hmm. And related to that is that as children, we think about what we want to be when we grow up, but organizations are doing that every year. What does the organization want to be when it grows up? It has this vision for the future that that's kind of what it's trying to get to. And then, yes, there'll be strategic initiatives for the year, which is, you know, what are we going to do this year to achieve that mission and vision going forward? As project managers, our ability to connect what we're doing with that vision for the organization can make or break what you're doing. You can get more resources or have resources taken away. Mm -hmm. You can get more time or you can be shut down. You can tie a bow around this whole project and celebrate or it languishes on somebody's desk all based on whether you can match what you're doing with what the organization wants to be when it grows up. Right. Now, you may not have access to the strategic plan for the year because oftentimes our leaders go off site and they have a wonderful time and then they come back and you say, what did you talk about? (gasps) I can't tell you. So I need to know basis. <laughs> but here's your project. Get yes, here's your project. Right. By the way, I want you to do this. And we have these big goals and we're not going to tell you what they are. Right. However, everybody has access to the organization's mission statement. Mm-hmm. It's online. It's posted on your office wall. It may even be on your computer screensaver. It's there. Yeah. If you can tie what you are doing to that mission statement and say, this is how my project, no matter how small or how big, you tie that to the mission statement, oh, you'll get leaders' attention. Um, As a CFO, I used to have people come in, you know, knock, knock, knock on the door. Jen, I've got this great idea. Oh, dear. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's not going to end well for me. Somebody has this great idea. They have no clue and they're just going to dump it on my lap. So if somebody came in and said, Jen, I have this great idea, I would say, okay, this is fabulous. Now come back to me when you can tell me how this benefits our organization. Yeah. I need to know those benefits before I can give you budget money, give you a green light, give you staff. And anytime somebody started off the conversation by, Jen, I have an idea that will take our company to the next level. Oh, you got my attention 100%. I'm like, mm. I lean in. I want to listen more. And that's, that's how you want to start a project. You want an internal champion for you. And while you have this idea that may seem wonderful to you at your level, you have to make it wonderful several levels above. Sure. Yeah. And be able to absolutely articulate that in a, yes. in a way that the project leaders, your sponsors, whoever that may be, executive leadership team will understand and yes. want to back and get behind. And I think uh, often as, as junior PMs, right, the people that are new to project management, our first thought is dive right in, give me the project, give me my checklist, I, I'll create the schedule with the resources I have, and not even stop to question why am I being handed this project? What is the actual connection that this project work has with our overall goals as a company? your mindset's not even there yet. So I think for those that are confident enough to come through with an idea that they believe will push the company forward, hats off to you. I think as junior PMs, the mindset's not even there, right? Jennifer, I don't even think you're thinking about that yet. All you want to do is just prove yourself, get the project work, get it done onto the next project. Yes. And I think for those folks who are kind of stuck in that mindset, do you have any any tips on, you know, kind of how to pivot and even make the time to think in that way? Oh, this is where I get to my favorite expression. Sometimes you have to go slow to go fast. And yes, as a junior PM, uh, you are so excited when they give you this project. Oh, yay. They believe in me. I can prove myself. And we just we're off to the races. Right. Unfortunately, sometimes our senior leaders don't really give us the whole story or we think we heard what they wanted us to do. And you can start off and running and you're so excited and maybe you don't even check in during the project. You just, you go with it and mm -hmm. then you deliver it to your boss and they look at you and they go, what is this? Well, this is not what I wanted. And it's so deflating yeah. to hear that. So you went fast, but now you came to a grinding halt. Better option is to say, before I get started, help me understand. And that's one of my favorite phrases mm -hmm. for two reasons. When you say, the minute you say, help me, the human brain can't help but lean in. We want to help people. So even if we're in a hurry, Help is a key trigger. And then when I say help me, this is when it's not about the other person. It's about me. So if in effect, if I'm asking a stupid question, it's on me. Mm -hmm. And so people are, it's sort of disarming 
to do that. So I would start off by saying, help me understand what are the goals of this project? What problem are you trying to solve? More often than not, when we adopt something new, it's not because it's just good for us. It's because we're trying to fix something, right? So we really need to define what is it that we're trying to fix? And then my favorite question to ask before I get started is, let's fast forward. Let's say we're done with this project. What would it look like if you were ecstatic? If I just knocked it out of the park, what would that look like? Such a great tip. You know, this this idea of doing a, not post-mortem, but a pre-mortem in, in, in some ways of if tomorrow is the end of the project, what did you want to see? I love that tip. I think that's such a great way to quickly shift your mentality from go, go, go. Let's get this done to where do we actually end up wanting to be? And it actually goes back to our opening statement about mm -hmm. as a child, you're asked very young, what do you want to be? I wish, you know, I maybe at five years old, some of us are already thinking, yeah, I have to do X, Y, and Z to be a doctor. But there, there is something there. There is something to say about doing that check-in, even in our personal lives to say, is this still what I want? Is this still coming to fruition in terms of my personal vision? Is there something else that I am eager to achieve? And what does that look like? And I, I love that you, you call that out. I, I wanted to go back to something you said um, earlier about top level management oftentimes will go off site, create their business strategy, and it actually never makes its way down to the rest of the company. Sure, maybe there's a mission, vision, and I, I again, a great tip. If, if it doesn't, it's not so transparent to you as a project manager what your business strategy is, then definitely check out your mission and vision. I just had the opportunity to complete teaching a class on project leadership, Jennifer. And one of the exercises I asked the students to do was create the connection. And do you believe that they were able to do it or do you believe they were not able to do it? <laughs> oh, that's a tough one. Oh, I can go either side on that and, and then I can pull up my favorite answer. Well, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think I was I was looking for that because it really did depend. Right. And, and to your point, some organizations are very transparent and clear about their mission and vision. I had a senior PM, had been with the company for six years now. The person was not able to figure out what the project work connection was to the strategic initiatives. And so that's, yes, exactly. And that's what worrisome to me in that the missions posted online, I myself even tried to help the student make the connection and it was very vague. And so it, it's, it's challenging when you consider that it might even start from the fact that it's just not clear and transparent in the communication to your project managers, even how to make that connection. Well, it, it may be that your boss gives you the project. They were given a project and nobody communicated it to them. This requires a little bit of critical thinking and not everybody is able to do that. Uh, so 
The other way I like to find out is I would ask my boss, um, when this project is done, what would make you look great? Mm, That's a great one. And so maybe your boss can't say, I don't know what, you know, what the connection is. They don't tell me and I got too much on my plate. Don't make me think. And you never want to stress your boss further, further than they are already stressed. But your boss knows what makes them look good. And I always thought in my career, my dad gave this to me. He said, Jen, your number one job is to make your boss look good. Yeah. And they know what they get patted on the back for where they get kudos. So if they can't make that connection for you, at least they know what their boss is looking for. Absolutely. And I think it it even gives your manager some sort of roadmap to figure it out for you, right? Why don't you both kind of take on the challenge of what is missing in the connection that's these conversations are happening with top leadership and they're not trickling down to us. And so hopefully it also invigorates your manager or your boss's boss's boss, however far the disconnect is going Mm -hmm. to figure it out. And as a a junior project manager, sometimes people will say, well, I I don't have any control over this. But you do have the ability to lead up. Mm -hmm. So your boss may not be able to give you the answer, but you can approach it from their perspective. So, Anne, if you were my boss, I could say, Anne, I'd like to know what, what success looks like. I don't know, Jen. I, I, they just gave it to me. Just do it. And I don't want to make you look bad. And I know you don't want to look bad. So if neither one of us has any idea what the real outcomes are, we're both going down. Yeah, <laughs> and this will exactly. not be good. So it would help both of us if we could find out. Is that something you want to explore? Or can I explore it? And who should I contact? So you, if you give your boss the choice mm-hmm. of they're going to ask the question or they give you the permission to ask the question, but there's no third option of do nothing. You give them those two choices, they will pick one and you will be that much closer to understanding what's the point of what we're doing here. Yeah. I, and the, the whole idea of third option is not to do anything, to do, to do nothing could be a detriment to, to the value of your projects. It could be an excessive drain on your company resources. You could be spending way too much time on project work that could be drilled down to being much more efficient. Productivity, who knows? You, you could either be very, very pr- productive, but you just don't know it on your project, or there are things that you can do to make yourself even more productive. But Again, that lack of connection is causing some of these things to be out of sync. And you just don't know if now your project work is even of any value to what the company is looking for. And to your earlier point, the last thing you want to do as a project manager is actually complete the project only then to realize it was not what was being asked for to begin with. That is horrifying to your point. That is really horrifying. I mean, you can deliver it. You can deliver the scope. You can deliver it on time, on budget. And if it missed the point, 
your your project is is a problem in and of itself and so you know we've got that triangle of truth or iron triangle of scope time and budget i think there should be something right above that which should be purpose yeah what's the purpose of the project before we define scope i've got to know what outcome are you trying to achieve uh so you go back to you were saying about our personal goals so if your personal goal is to move up within the organization, that's too general for me. I need to know a little bit more detail about, do you want to move up and become a next level project manager? Or do you want to become a manager in a different area? If I know the purpose, I can provide better feedback to you. If you want to move up and just and, and be a leader, but project management is not something you have a passion for, then I would never recommend becoming a PMP, right? That'd be a waste of time and effort. Um, I personally, I'm not a PMP, but I know I did a lot of homework around project management as part of my career, but that wasn't, my goal was not to be a project manager. So understand that purpose first and then and, you know, one thing we haven't talked about yet is the the secondary benefit of tying your project to purpose or mission or outcomes is you have the project from hell. Nothing is going right. It's taking too much time. We're over budget. It's just, it's a mess. But it's still a valuable project and you know it's valuable. If you have no connection to mission, you're likely to have your boss coming at you going, you're over budget, you're taking too much time. And maybe your boss just says, we're done. This just isn't working. Sure. But you know that, yeah, there were issues that came up and a lot of projects were absolutely thrown out of whack by the pandemic. Uh, We didn't see that coming. Um, But if your boss comes to you and says, what's going on? We're over budget. We're over time. Figure this out. If you can have a conversation with them and say, yes, I know we're over time and over budget, but let's remember the point of this project. This is what we're trying to achieve. And we are this close. If you tie it to mission or strategic objectives or purpose or outcomes, whatever you want to call it, you are much more likely to have that manager go, okay, I don't like it, but okay, let's keep going with the project. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely preparing you for that deposition you have to make when yes. you have to speak to what's happening on your project. I thousand percent agree with that, Jennifer, and it should give the project manager a lot more confidence to be able to stand up in those situations. It should even give the project manager kind of foresight into what are some of the risks that we think are going to happen with this project when it comes to disconnecting your strategic initiatives with your project work even? Uh, mm-hmm. And if you can see that ahead of time and be able to flag then say, oh, well, I don't actually think now this project is adding any value to what we had originally discussed. Something's out of scope. It definitely gives you the leverage and the confidence to be able to back yourself up in those given situations. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Absolutely. and get people to think outside of the details. Now, right. I'm, I'm an accountant, so I definitely look at budgets. But if you can give me a good reason why we're over budget and why I should be okay with that, then I will probably be okay with it. Not like it, never like it when we're over budget, but I can live with it if you can tell me this is why we're doing it. This is the outcome we're going to achieve. And this is what moves the organization forward. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we've talked about the negatives. We've kind of talked about the positives of, of being able to make this connection. Jennifer, in your experience, how many of the projects that you participated on have benefited from this connection? Um, can you give any examples kind of just to, to wrap us up and summarize the topic for today? Oh, let's see. I can give an example uh, when I worked in construction. So we were building a custom house for a client. And quite honestly, this was, see, if I never had to do a project like this again, I would be happy. It was a nightmare. There were so many changes to it. It was so, it should have taken uh, about 20 months to build the house. Um, when I joined the company, we were already at 20 months and I don't think we were halfway done with the house. And there were a whole bunch of reasons behind it, but we are finally getting down to putting in tile in the kitchen. And the owners are, they so desperately want to be in this house. When the tile they ordered from Italy showed up, it wasn't what they wanted. Oh, no. Oh, and, no. I mean, it was what they had picked out. But when they saw it kind of laid out, they were like, no, this does not look what I thought like thought it would look like. Uh, and there was an argument going on between the husband and the wife. Let's keep it. We need to get this house done. I'm over it. And then there's the, no, this isn't right. What do I do? You can sit there and let that conversation play out. And it was not a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> it starts to get into yelling very quickly. Or you can bring them back to the point, which was they weren't just building any house. This was their last house. Hmm. This is the first, the first time they were building a custom house and they wanted it to be their last house. So I just sat back with them and said, Jeff, Tony, let's go back to the point of what you were doing. You wanted to build your dream house. Keep that in mind as you make the decision. And they both got really quiet. And then they both looked at me and said, new tile. And there was yeah, no yeah. argument. And all of a sudden, the over budget delayed wasn't a problem when you brought it right back to what was the intent. And I can tell you, had they not thought about that, it probably would have ended up where they left the tile and they would have been miserable mm -hmm. because they're in the kitchen every day. Right. So amazing that making sure you can tie it to mission throughout the the entire time. So you go slow to go fast by identifying it first. You stay on point by keeping that first and foremost in your head. So it's not something that 
you talk about and then, oh, let's never revisit this. You constantly keep it in mind. It's your safety net in case issues come up to be able to justify and explain what's going on. And ultimately allows you to achieve the desired goal. And again, that may be out of scope, over time, over budget. But if you achieve the desired goal, that's a winner. Absolutely. We are all looking for this purpose and clear direction of of what are we doing, right? Why are we doing it? And take the tips and guidance that Jennifer has shared today. I think all of those can be useful, whether you're junior PM, senior PM, whatever your skill set level is. We all want to have a purpose in our everyday lives. We all want to find that purpose within our project work in our professional lives. Making the connection between strategy and project management initiatives will ensure that you have the right path that will lead you to the success of the project. It's been proven time and time again. Listen to Jennifer when she says, go slow to go fast. Take a second when you're handed your project to just think about why are we doing this and ask the right questions early on. Again, this can only help you as you pave your way to the end goal, the execution of the project. We all want our dream house when it comes down to it. And so this consistent reminder of this is what I want will definitely help you mitigate any potential issues and risks that come up during the project. Because again, we know what we want. We're looking for that in the end result. And if we don't see what we want in our personal or professional lives, we say something, right? It's as easy as saying something and making sure that you continue to kind of steer your way back to what that goal is. So Jennifer, to wrap this up, I think aligning strategy with project work is a win-win, not only for yourself professionally, if you're able to do this personally as well and build your dream house, kudos to you. But I think for your company as well, it will definitely help elevate the company in terms of finding clarity in the company's goals. You can have accountability across all levels, right? When you there, this is transparent, you can get buy-in. There's just so many positives to being able to make this connection. And motivation. That's the other piece that we didn't mention yet is when you know what the final goal is, it gives you that motivation to keep slogging through when things are getting messy and ugly or you're down to the last few things. You know, when you're down to that sort of punch list of the last couple of things, you're tired. You don't want to get that done. Um, You're ready to move on to something else. Ready to think about the next project. Yeah. When you know what the ultimate goal is, it's like, okay, I can hunker down. I can get through this because it's worth it. For me personally, it's worth it for my boss. It's worth it for my team, for my organization. Absolutely. Jennifer, great way to summarize the topic for today. Again, making the connection between strategic initiatives and your project work can be absolutely valuable for you as a project manager. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining me on the Everyday PM podcast. It's been such a pleasure to have you and listen to your insights and experience and uh, just appreciate you sharing that with us all. So if people want to follow you, connect with you, talk more about this topic, where can they find you online? Uh, They can find me on LinkedIn, Jennifer H. Elder. 
or they can find me on Instagram at jelderCFO. Or if you want to reach out to me personally, my email is jelder at sustainablecfo.com. And I hope to make connections with your audience now and into the future. And thank you, Anne, for having me on. I appreciate it. It's an honor and a pleasure to speak with you. Oh, it's, it's, it's my pleasure to have you on and obviously welcome for future topics as well, Jennifer. I think this one was an important one for project managers to hear. For those that want to talk with me more about this subject or any of the other Everyday PM topics, you can visit theeverydaypm.com as well as follow me on LinkedIn and Campia. You can also listen to this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of your podcasting platforms. Make sure to like, subscribe, give us a good rating as well. So thank you everybody for joining us in this installment of the Everyday PM Podcast. Until next time, take care.